Hello, my name is Aziz, and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Brenda Tabot. Brenda is an Afro dancer from Cameroon, actually the very first Cameroonian girl in this podcast, studying both in 12th grade and in Vancouver Island University in Canada, and she plans to become a nurse. She's a friendly person with a big personality. She loves playing rugby and getting exposed to exciting new things. She even participated in the Miss Personality pageant in Canada. Brenda, how are you today? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. I'm happy to have you here. So excited to talk more to you. And um, I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Brenda, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Um, that's a really good question. Thank you for asking me about that. So it's also an interview I've conducted myself with my friends and also like people around school. So I asked them, like, if they say the name Brenda, what comes into your mind first? And some of them says energy and some of them says a leader. I don't know where that one is from, but like some of them says a leader. Some of them says I'm really friendly and I'm really open hearted. And there's still some of some people who consider me as their older sister and which is really nice. And I'm really happy to hear that from others. Thank you so much. So it seems to me that people are very important to you. And since you love exciting new things, is it more about exciting new things with other people? So it's important to do it in groups like in rugby or whatever. Or do you enjoy exciting new things, even if you're doing it alone or you're going somewhere without friends that you know? I like exciting new things which bring relevance to my life and not only relevance to my life. I see that it's impacting other people in my life greatly. Yes, like, for example, like rugby. I never knew, ever knew I could play rugby because I used to play soccer before. And then, like, it was a new game. And everyone was like, yes, go, Brenda, go, Brenda. And then I was like, okay, I'll try it. And then I tried it. It was so good. And then, like, my teammates, they loved me. They gave me so many different types of names from the other opponent team. They gave me different types of names. That shows how sweet it is. Like, it shows that 
trying new things is not even that bad at all because there's this thing that my mom always tells me it's better to to bear a risk than not bear a risk and it's also riskier to not bear a risk so like it's because many people are like oh ruby i don't want to bring my bones because i know some people who started with me and then they ended up stopping it like i bring my bones and stuff i'm like oh i don't want to bring my bones i'm like no i have to try to see if i'm good at it that's how i'll know if i'll bring my bones or not and same as football that's one big thing i want to learn but like I like from so many other people I heard like football is not for women but I'm like who told you that what a man can do a woman can do even though she can do it better but she can do it at least like sitting out of your comfort zone is better than sitting in because who knows the calamity the calamity that might fall upon you that's why I love doing exciting new things and also see that it impacts people in my life because when I did the um, personality pageant personality pageant in Canada yeah my advocate was for confidence like I I didn't only go into that pageant to like go like wear good clothes stuff my most uh, important thing I was like to make others know most especially in my school that they should need to be confident most especially the female students some of them they don't have the confidence to like do new stuff to get exposed into stuff some of them they're like oh I'm depressed I'm anxious I'll be like depression because like where I'm from it's hard to know a female child is depressed because like it's not like they actually neglect it it's just like it's hard to see because during the time when you're depressed like they make like my mom she makes sure that she talks to me she ma she makes me like to get out of the depression sometimes like was i even depressed yes i try to like talk to them i use that i use that opportunity to talk to other female students to send a message be confident like no matter what like what a man can do you can do it not only about a man there are some disabled people out there i know of a disabled man who has his phd degree in cameroon like he's blind but he had his phd degree like how does, did that happen like he he stood out of his comfort zone he forgot the fact that he is disabled and he woke up he stood up to his feet no i must have my phd and he, even though he couldn't walk he like he begged he do he did everything to be able to have um his tuition fee to go to school and he has his uh, uh his phd degree what about me why can't i do that I'm not different from every other person. He breathes the same air that I breathe. He like he has almost every um he has like almost every like the same form uh, function in his body is the same. He has hands like he can do it. Even people who don't have hands, they use their feet to do it. So why can't I do it? And so I have the confidence. I'm always confident that I will do this when I put my mind that I'm going to do it. And boom, I do it. No questioning. The same as my dad. My dad told me that oh you're a girl you can't do this but you know what i did kickboxing and i'm good at it and even though i can't i can't continue because i have lots of school i have work i have like lots going on like extracurricular activity i couldn't continue i had to drop that but i showed him that i can do it like no matter what i can still do it like there's nothing that in this life that i cannot do if i don't put my head there and if i don't have the confidence and also like i need to be brave tell myself that you can do this you are on top of the world you rule over your world so like you make the you make the world a better place for you that you can stay in so 
that's that like that's what I've been working on most let me say almost all my life because I don't want to see a fellow sister of me falling down. For example, when I see my sister sad, I'd be like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Like the sad the sad moment will come, like um the bad times will come, but there's a season for everything. That's what I tell her. And that's I really like advocating confidence, mostly self-confidence to younger um girls like me and also to like other people. Thank you. I love the attitude, the energy and the wisdom. And to know you even more, because some people might wonder who is uh, Brenda, where what is your story? How did you go from Cameroon to Canada? So can you share a bit more about your story and your background and how did you become who you are today? Okay, so my um, my parents are not married, like they didn't get married, but I was born and my dad left for the United States and then I was left with my mother. And then it came a time that my, because my dad moved and you know, when you, when you change like from Africa to like the US, that's a really big move. That's like things weren't going well uh, for my dad. So I learned how to hustle from a really, really young age. I learned how to like, like work hard to, to get what I want. My mom taught me that if you want to get this, you have to work hard for it. And so that like my mom was selling boiled eggs and hot sauce. And like, that's how we survived in it. And then my mom was selling like data, like credit. And she like did all types of um, part um, part time business, all type of small business, in so that we can survive. While my dad was trying to survive in his own way, and then that's how like she paid my school fees. Like she um she even like went on borrowing money, and then she told me that my daughter, I'm borrowing money when you have my grandchildren, never borrow money. That's why I don't like borrowing money today. And then she's like, you know what, work hard. And then like for me to go to school, I have to wake up early in the morning, boil eggs because if I don't boil eggs. We'll boil it. Where will I have the money to go to school? I'll wake up very early in the morning, try to make sure that I put all of my mom's business out. Then I go to school. And then I always told myself that since my mom is doing all this for me, I must make her proud. And like we were living on, we're living on um, selling eggs and credit and stuff. And then like when it was grade 10, grade 10 is known as a really had the hardest class in Africa. That is form five in the translation. It's called form five. We have to write an exam called GCE. That's the government common entrance. So um, like that exam was like, like I had to do 11 subject. That exam was so important to me because if I fail this exam, it's going to bring shame to my mother because everybody told my mother that you have female children. Don't send them to school take them let them learn how to sew let them learn trade and stuff and like you know let them learn trade and just forget about them like i don't think they'll they'll be able because the way younger children are growing up now like some of them get pregnant some of them you know these that from one problem to other but my mom said i still have faith in my daughter i know she's going to make me proud and my mom still like sent me to school and i wrote the gc exam i out of 11 paper i had all of my 11 paper and everybody in the society was shocked 
everybody came and danced with me because just passing that particular exam, it's, I don't like, it's so, it's so important for many families in Africa, like just having that exam because they want to be proud that, oh, my son or my daughter have that exam. And I was like, yes, I must have that exam. And then when I had the exam, then my dad was like, yes, you're intelligent. Like you're my daughter. And then like my dad was like, okay, I'm going to bring you here. And he brought me back. He brought me here to Canada and I'm staying with him. Even though like I didn't know him that much, he doesn't know me that much. And then we kind of like had a little bit of a misunderstanding about some certain things and some certain like values. And even we're fine now, but like my life has been on working hard to get what you want, you have to work hard for it. And that's what I've ever known. And that's what I will ever know. And that's what I'm always going to encourage others. Like to get what you want, you have to work hard for it. And had it be that I didn't help my mother to sell eggs, had it be that I didn't study, I wouldn't have had that exam. I wouldn't have made my mom proud. And people would have been calling my mother. Um, there's this thing in Africa that if I told my mom I want to be a nurse, they call her mommy nurse. Like if I told her I want to be a lawyer, they'll call her mommy lawyer. That like she got that name. It's kind of like a title for her. Whenever she walk around, she brags. She's like, yeah, I have female children. She tells like, because my mom had a problem with my dad's family about her not having male children. Like it's a kind of like a thing that used to happen that like you have to have male children. And my mom walks around and brags like, you know what? I have female children. They make me proud. Like she walks around and boastfully, like that's what I really love. And then my dad bringing me here to like help me like improve, to have like an advanced knowledge of how things work. And that's how I came here. Even though like it's been a little bit tough for me, but I'm okay now because I've already adapted to the system here and I love it. I love that too. Thank you for sharing that. And I understand that your big goal is to become a nurse. Why did you decide that? What is the plan with that? How does that relate to your big personality and even your origins from Cameroon? Why the choice of becoming a nurse? Tell me more. Um, so originally, like, I've, you know, while I was growing up, I've changed a lot of career paths and stuff. Like, it's been a lot for until I finally came to this decision. I just realized that I kind of like, like helping people and stuff. Like, I like, I'm a kind of like a people's person. Whenever I see people happy, I'm happy. When the atmosphere is like not okay, I'm not okay because I want to see a smile, a beautiful smile on people's face. So that's why I'm, I wanted to be a midwife at first. I wanted to be in the moment. You know when you be in the moment of a birth, like you see somebody like having a new baby, newborn baby oh my god that's the best moment but i realized that that's not the only the moment in life there's some there's some moments that like you see people like they're fighting for their life for example like people will have like cancer they're like oh my god all is gone like you me as a nurse being there like trying to tell them that you know what with with cancer you can fight it or with hiv you can fight it with this disease you can fight it even though i'm not a doctor but like you know nurse like when they're attending you like the way they see other people behave and how they react like i think like with that i'm going to feel i'm going to like try to encourage them to tell them that you know what you can do this and since I'm a nurse, I kind of like know a little bit of solution or I'll try to help them in some way to advise and encourage them that they can do this. 100%. 
And since you love to advise and um, support people, and you spoke about the confidence of women, and you gave some tips there earlier, but nowadays, maybe because of social media, there are women comparing and girls comparing themselves to other women and feeling ugly or uh, social distancing. Uh, many uh, girls maybe are not so comfortable with human interactions anymore or in general worrying about the judgment of society. What are your tips for women to feel confident, to go after their big dreams and not feel anxiety about their looks or the judgment of others? The thing is, like, the thing I will, because I look at all other women out there, like my own sisters, like, I look at them as if, if that was my sister, what would I have done? I always tell my sister this, forget about your looks. I don't want a man, I don't want people to tell me, you look beautiful. I want people to tell me you're strong, you're resilient. That is what I would like to hear from people because that's the best thing you need to hear because telling you that you're strong, it helps you to overcome every situation you have. Telling you that you're resilient, you're transformed, it's going to help you to like, of like to to rise up from like the 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 bad state or from like to rise up from the valley you were in like that's why i always uh, tell my sister like don't expect somebody to tell you look pretty and do not expect somebody to com compliment on your look because the um beauty is in the eyes of a beholder so what if the the eyes of the beholder has has a problem it means like the person tells her, oh for me you don't look you don't look good for me, I know that I look good, but I just need somebody to tell me that you're transformed, you're resilient, that's it. Like, like so it gives me much more confidence. Like, look into yourself and, and tell, um, like, mostly, like, beauty uh, pageant, uh, like, mostly people have to go for beauty pageants and all of the other stuff. Like, look in the mirror, tell yourself, I'm the most beautiful girl out there, no matter what they say, no matter what like the people tell me, I am beautiful, I am strong, I am spec. Like no matter where I go, I drip in glory. I have the confidence. I have to stand like over everything. No matter what, I, I'm still the best. Like when you tell yourself that, you know what, it'll be hard for somebody to tell you that you're ugly and you believe it. Because you already told yourself, your mind, in your conscience, in your head, you know you're beautiful. Like, there's not, but like, for me, for instance, I know there's some people who think I'm not good looking, who think I'm not beautiful. But I look at them, I'm like, I know I'm beautiful. And I'm strong. I will tell you that I don't need you to tell me that I'm beautiful. I need to tell myself that I'm beautiful. And then I'm strong. And because I'm strong, I'll not let your your comment to bring me down and also like some girls like like stop like really following social media if not for me i i already stopped it i try to build myself build my own platform build everything for me for me that's going to help me because i know that's the best way because that's that's a way that's a part that helps me to know who i am because starting a thing for me helps me to know like who who really i am who really i will be all like my purpose in this life or my purpose in future so like that's why i'll tell any girl like just be confident and just know that you can do this 100 percent. thank you and you as a someone who went like you said 
going from Cameroon to North America is very, very different. How did you adapt to the culture? How do you feel? Did you have some culture shock? What did you go through? And what is your advice to women who maybe for their future or for their studies, they need to go to a new country and they will need to adapt away from their friends from before and the people they used to know? Okay, so like it was a really big like change. As you said, it was a shock. It was indeed a shock because um when I uh when I got here, I didn't really have friends. And you know, it was kind of like it was really hard for me to like you know when you don't know something, I and you don't know somebody, it's hard to talk to the person. Like my mom always tell me like do not talk to strangers. And like, I'm like, these people are not only strangers, they're going to be my classmates and then they're going to be my schoolmates. So I have to look for a way to like, like have to deal with all of them. And like the, the things that they do here is different. Like the N word, the N word in Africa, we use that. We not, like I knew the meaning of N word, but for me, it was just a cool thing. Like you just use it. But yeah, the, like those are that I called a friend, like sub, like he was Asian. I was, what's up? I used the N word. And I was like, oh, you call me the N word? I was like, what's the big deal? And I never knew what was behind it. I was like so shocked that I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I won't call you the N word. And he said, no, you don't need to be sorry. But like, I won't call you the N word. I'm like, okay. That's fine. And also, like, the food here, like, it tastes different. Like, the African food here tastes so different, and it's so new. And somehow, I learned how, I learned how to, like, adapt to other, like, cultures. I learned how to, like, make, like, some different food and stuff, which was a really good part in my life. That And let me say, I really enjoyed it, like, learning how to cook from, like, other cultures and other stuff, like, which is a really good part. And my advice to other people that are going to come here or go to another country, the thing is, be yourself. Just be yourself. Just be who you are. Don't fake it. Because I know of some people who left other, other countries to come study here who are faking, like, the, like they're faking, and they re- literally got caught in all of the mess they created because they're faking. Just be yourself. And if the world doesn't accept you for who you are, accept you for who you are. Because, like, you're always going to be with that one special, unique, wonderful woman. And you know what? Your daughter or your son is going to be your biggest number one fan. You need to, that's what you need to know. Like, always accept yourself for who you are before the world accepts you and always be yourself never fake things it's not okay to fake faking is not a good thing it's not a solution and that's my advice and good luck to the ladies that are listening to me now thank you so much brenda it was my privilege and my honor to include you in this podcast to share your voice your life your perspective i'm privileged i'm honored i wish you all the success there and i wish you to make it to become the nurse you dream of becoming and share all those special moments helping people in with their health and what is important to them thank you again thank you very much like i really really appreciate you like trying to hear my opinion and trying to know my background and where I'm from and what my beliefs are. Thank you. Thank you very much. It like this podcast is a really like big thing to me. And I really thank you. And I really appreciate for inviting me here. You are welcome. Mm-hmm.